Welcome to Hidden Secrets to Health with Christina Cole. When you realize that each and every lifestyle choice you make generally has a direct effect on your health, wouldn't you want to influence that outcome? On this program, you'll learn how to uncover the secrets that your body tells you and learn how even small lifestyle changes can mean big rewards with your health. And now, here's your host, Christina Cole. Hi, and welcome to the Hidden Secrets to Health. This is Christina Cole, your host. I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and a certified health coach. And I started this show in order to really share some of the different secrets to health that um, are not as commonly known as, as we'd like to um, like to see. So today, I'm going to be speaking with James Maskell and Dr. Kelly Sutton. James Maskell is the founder of the Functional Forum. That's the world's largest integrative medicine community with physician meetups on six continents. His organization and the book of the same name, Evolution of Medicine, prepares practitioners for the next era of preventative and participatory medicine. He's also the founder of New Health, which is an affordable alternative to health insurance, and he's a husband and father. And I also have Dr. Kelly Sutton. Uh, She's a board-certified internist with additional training in pediatrics, providing consultations in anthroposophic uh, medicine for individuals and families in her medical clinic in Fair Oaks, California. Dr. Sutton's conventional training and decades of experience provide scientific grounding. And Dr. Sutton is also a mother and a new grandmother. So Mm -hmm. congratulations on that. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So one of the things I find always interesting with um, people who decide to do integrative medicine, um, it's kind of known by a few different names. Some people mm-hmm. here are functional. Um, you certainly hear the word, word alternative, but I'd love to know what drew you to integrative medicine. Dr. Sutton? So for myself, my patients taught me they, from almost the first day of practice, started telling me stories of nutrition that had helped them, faith healing, radionics, homeopathy, herbs, things I hadn't heard of in medical school, and I knew they weren't crazy. These were sound, reliable people, so I listened to their stories, and then when I bumped up against a case of scleroderma for which conventionally there was nothing to help, I had recourse to one of the people who had spoken about nutrition helping a case of rheumatic fever when she was young. And I simply said, what should I do? And she wrote out the nutritional program and the man with scleroderma resolved his depression, difficulty swallowing and inability to work in the garden, which was his love. So he still looked the same in terms of the tight skin that scleroderma patients have, but he was improved remarkably. So I got fascinated with these the power of the body to heal if we give it the right things, and also <clears throat> the non-toxic aspects that are so wonderful, and the fact that it works so well the integrative, functional, anthroposophic, whatever uh, term you use. I think those are a little bit more accurate than alternative because I have never left out conventional medicine. It's always there as the foundation of my diagnosis. I refer to specialists and I will use prescription medicines when needed, but I'm not trying to avoid conventional medicine. I'm just looking for what's best for the patient 
the least toxic, most effective approach for them. Yeah, one of the things that um, I went through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition to become a health coach, and it was such a holistic approach, right? It looked at all the factors of your life. But one of the things that um, kind of started to draw me in was the connectivity, and that really drew me to learning more about the functional aspect of the body and trying to find out what's going on. So if someone has low thyroid, why do they have low thyroid versus, um, you know, just covering up the symptoms or giving somebody medication, which is not something that I would do. That would, that would be their medical professional. But, but how can we get to why someone has a low thyroid versus um, just giving them medication to put them back in a range that's a lab range versus what's happening in this person's body? So um, I'm really grateful to doctors like you that are forward thinking that have reached out and, and really started broadening your horizons. Um, I'd love to know how James ended up in the mm-hmm. integrative field. Yeah, I was, uh, it was forced upon me, Christina. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I grew up in, uh, in England, but I was born in America and uh, my parents were just this way inclined. I was the only kid in school uh, whose parents had to be checked in with before they were given antibiotics, and uh, which was like in the 80s. And, uh, you know, I had chiropractor uh, growing up, and I just remember, you know, very clearly that I was literally the only kid in school who knew what a chiropractor was, and, and that, you know, I'd always started, to, as I started to realize that the rest of the world wasn't like that, it just stuck with me, like, why, how did my mother anticipate the downside of overuse of antibiotics by 30 years with no medical training, right? What, there's no answer to that if you just follow the conventional thought process. And it was, it was really an understanding of holism and, you know, all the different things that we're, we're talking about here, whatever name it's been given, functional medicine, integrated medicine, anthroposophic medicine, it's an understanding of how the body works as an integrated whole. And, um, you know, as we move from in society as from sort of a very linear understanding to a more holistic understanding of all kinds of things, not just medicine, Mm -hmm. politics, environment, classic example, uh, you know, this information just became more and more valuable. So uh, 14 years ago now, I left England. I I had my first job out of of school, university. I left. I moved to America and I got uh, involved in the front end, like on the on the sort of front end of, of health creation. Mm. And uh, that led me to like working in a clinic where just like Dr. Sutton, I saw people reverse their chronic illness uh, mm. in chronic illnesses that I had never knew were reversible. And I realized at that time, this is 2005, I realized not many other people knew that these things were reversible too. And that just set me on a path. And since then, you know, I've had a chance to, you know, really be involved in the industry and, and try and help it grow and give more access to more people uh, for this kind of care. Because ultimately, uh, I feel like, you know, this is, this is just the way that medicine will be in, in 10 years. And so we're just trying to accelerate that future. I love that. And I hope so. I'm, um, I love this movement and, and the community that um, is created from it. And, that, and that's really one of the focuses for this particular show is the importance of community. Um, we live in a world that is super connected. And also, we have the highest rates of depression. We have um, the most isolation and um, people feeling like they're not um, 
that they don't have a community, right? That they, mm-hmm. I think people get up, they go to work. Some, a lot of people are working from home now um, and, and they do their job and then they stay home or that, you know, they don't go out, they don't go and do things. And it's like, so now you could you could never leave your home. Literally, you could work from home, you can order your groceries from home, you can um, communicate with people just by email or text messaging. I mean, I, I, it's a, sometimes surprises me how often you will go to dinner and you'll see an entire family sitting out at a restaurant and everyone has a phone in their hand. The kids do, the parents do, and uh, no one's communicating at the at the table. So here we are in the super connected environment with the most amount of isolation and thereby depression from that. And so I feel like one of the steps that we're coming from with integrative medicine is the rebuilding of communities, um, whether or not we do online forums, which I know for me, with health coaching, that is where I found my tribe and spend through those online forums of finding events like the Functional Forum, where I've been able to go to a live event and meet more people of my tribe and create a new sort of group of, of peers for myself. So the next step, right, is how do we get this into communities? How do we start bringing people together to um, create these new communities? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, you can see that if you take a look at, say, you know, as examples of uh, the Blue Zones, uh, which for people who aren't familiar is five places around the world that are, um, you know, unique in their uh, the, the length that, the length of life of their inhabitants, everyone, you know, the people live to a uh, hundred more consistently than anywhere else in the world without chronic disease. You know, the, the things that these blue zones have in common, they don't have a great medical system down the road. There's not an epic anthroposophic doctor right there. It's like an environment that is conducive to the creation of health. And either it's just like an area like Costa Rica and Nassara or it can be like a community like the Seventh-day Adventists in, in Loma Linda. And typically they have healthy behaviors like fasting and community and exercising together and eating together. And there's, there's nine particular things. So we've seen over the last few years efforts by that group, the Blue Zone um, group, to be able to bring these ideas into communities, right? How do we take these ideas and bring them into communities so more and more people can, can benefit from them? And yeah, that is the next step for us because ultimately – we can't solve the problem that we have with the medicine that we have because ultimately, you know, it's not a lack of medicine that's getting people sick. It's an environment that's conducive in the creation of ill health. And so, you know, medicine that we have today that Dr. Sutton was trained in initially is really designed around the diseases that were prevalent at that time. So acute disease, trauma, infection, um, those kind of areas. And, And those aren't the diseases of today. And so ultimately, we do need uh, new thinking, but it's also kind of old thinking. um, And it's really about community and it's about supporting each other to be healthy and it's about having healthy behaviors. And that's why, obviously, I think the health coaching movement that you're a part of, the functional medicine movement, the integrated medicine movement are all aiming at the same thing. It's already the same movement, which is how do we find ways to create healthy environments so that the default is health and return to health and the default isn't 
getting sick and then taking many drugs to manage symptoms without resolution of those symptoms. Yeah, um, uh, one of the things that we learn with the FDN program is, um, you know, headaches are not a, it's not, are not you, you don't have an aspirin deficiency, <laughs> right? Um, you know, these different medications, they're wonderful at that palliative moment where you uh, really need some, some type of, of assistance to feel better in the short term. But the long-term goal is to bring yourself back to a state of homeostasis where your body's able to handle the stresses that are coming at us and um, process that and move forward without needing to take some type of a medication to get through. And that's really what starts to happen when we have chronic illness, right? Because our, our, our body isn't able to adapt anymore. So I think one of the terms that we don't hear a lot is anthroposophic medicine. However, it's been around for a really long time. So uh, I'd love to have Dr. Sutton kind of explain for people what that philosophy is. Sure. The philosophy started with Rudolf Steiner in the early 1900s and looks at the human being as having a spiritual makeup that is our individuality in each of us that's eternal, a soul or emotional makeup, a body of vitality or life forces, and then the physical body. So in terms of diagnosis and treatment, we're looking at how those four parts of the human being are working. And for instance, one of the things that I'll ask somebody is, what would you do if you could do anything? Because this tells me if they're connected with their own sense of purpose in life. Sometimes people can't answer the question. Um, The other thing that's important to recognize is conventional medicine sort of has an unspoken picture of the human being as an incredible machine. We claim the eye is a camera, the brain is a computer, the heart is a pump. But in fact, none of those are living, none of those have a beginning of the capacities. It's a huge understatement, but it sort of gears us as a profession towards being mechanics. And one of the most beautiful things that happened for me in meeting anthroposophic medicine, it brought together all the different holistic methods because any of those are valid to use as long as the picture of the human being is present, is that I could begin to address the question of meaning because a person always wants to know why me, why now do I have this diagnosis of whatever it is? And that's addressing what's, the spiritual path of the person, the destiny, the life unfolding. And it's an important and satisfying part for a doctor to be able to empathize with the struggles that a person's going to and confirm that there is meaning behind these experiences of health and illness. Does that meet what you're thinking of, Christina? Yeah, I just, you know, I, I, um, I want people to understand that the, that there is more to us than being compartmentalized mm-hmm. and um, that uh, the body is not a dumb bucket, right? Yeah. It, it actually is all working together. And um, when we start to look at ourselves and all of our parts instead of um, sections, we have a better understanding of what's of what's happening. And I think we got a little bit lost on the Western medicine side by breaking us down into different 
segments. So you see the cardiologist or you see the endocrinologist. And um, when you have an acute problem, that is absolutely the person that you want to see. But when you have a chronic problem and it's and it's showing up in your body in that place, if you're not looking at the whole body, which they're not trained to do, mm-hmm. then you're missing some really key components that could be the key to unlocking somebody's um, situation. I think we get trained to think, I am genetically disposed to getting this, so I'm going to get it because that's what's in my genes and there's no alternative, it's just going to happen. Um, And I can't think of who made the quote, but it's like the genes load the gun and our lifestyle pulls the trigger. And uh, I think that's a brilliant quote. Yes. Because we do do triggers, right? It's the food that we're eating. It's Mm -hmm. lack of sleep. And, you know, there's a whole conversation about, about how we pat ourselves on the back because we stayed up super late and then had to get up really early and we're so busy and we Mm. give ourselves accolades for not doing self-care. Um, versus I went to bed at 10 and I got up at six and I had a great night of sleep and I felt so refreshed and I jumped out of bed and I was ready for my day when I don't like when do you hear that that's right Um, so let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about that when we return from our break we're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling with fatigue, low libido, intestinal discomfort like gas, bloating, migraines, or other chronic issues? As a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, Christina Cole follows a logical course of investigation with the use of labs that help identify healing opportunities and point out weaknesses. The DRESS protocol represents everything a person has to do to get well and stay well naturally. It's not a medical program and does not treat anything specifically like a doctor would, but treats everything non-specifically. You may think of it as the ultimate self-care program. When you follow these lifestyle factors closely and apply these wellness principles, they have a beneficial effect on every cell, every tissue, every organ, and every system in the body. Christina offers comprehensive, foundational, and custom plans to help you uncover the hidden stressors holding you back from your best health. Visit ChristinaCole.com to make an appointment to get to the root of your health challenges. That's ChristinaCole.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-346-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You are listening to Hidden Secrets to Health. To reach our show today, call in to one 866 472-5792 That's 1-866-472-5792 You may also send an email to info at christinacole.com Now back to Hidden Secrets to Health Thanks so much for joining us on the Hidden Secrets to Health. This is Christina Cole, your host. I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and certified holistic health coach. And with me today, I have James Maskell and Dr. Kelly Sutton. When we left, we were really talking about the importance of, of community, the importance of looking at the body in a holistic fashion. And this is not uh, widespread at this stage, I would say. And um, I think it's important to know how you can find this type of care. So what would you say, James, is sort of the state of play with integrative options? Yeah, well, it's an exciting time because, um, you know, we're making progress on all levels. So, you know, on the, on the bigger area, one of the things that's, that's exciting is just the journey that we're seeing with more and more major medical institutions starting to take on integrative and functional medicine. One of the most exciting projects right now is at the Cleveland Clinic, where they have a whole functional medicine center and integrating with all of the specialty centers to be able to basically showcase functional medicine as the future of chronic disease care. So on the institutional level, it's happening. Most institutions, you know, even like Sutter locally has an integrated medicine section, but it's, it's kind of like only just getting started on institutional level. You know, four or five years ago when we got like really involved with trying to spread uh, integrative and functional medicine with the Functional Forum, we, uh, you know, my book really outlines this. Our plan was more of a small box revolution, right? Individual practices running successfully around the practice, around the country, because that was working. And that was something that we could actually help to do, right? We could help doctors run successful practices. You know, getting the decision makers on board at a clinic or a hospital is a much more laborious process. So that has been very, very successful. There are now, you know, there are doctors doing integrative and functional medicine in every, you know, every uh, every little town across the country. At this point, there's actually more than you'd think in Sacramento. And I just want to maybe, would it be helpful to just separate these words for people and what they mean? Or is that something you've talked about before, just so people just give well, it a I think, I think it would be helpful, yeah. yeah. So integrative is kind of a catch-all term in my mind, and this is my sort of definition of it, but integrative is a catch-all term for all kinds of care that integrates non-standard of care and standard of care health, right? That there's going to be some sort of integration of different modalities. So that's, that's sort of like the catch-all term. 
Then you have naturopathic medicine, which is only delivered by naturopathic doctors who are licensed in 20 states in the country to do primary care, uh, which has its, you know, which is integrative, but it's its own sort of thing. You have functional medicine, which is integrative, but it's, it's a very specific operating system of doing integrative medicine that prioritizes certain inputs based on a very comprehensive intake. And then anthroposophic, uh, just because Dr. Sutton's here, is like a very specific way of doing, of looking at integrated medicine that uses a different combination of modalities and different orders. But ultimately, you're looking at the same thing, which is how do we get to the root cause, right? How do we find the root cause of the issue? How do we engage the patient to participate in their care? So it's not just taking the drugs and the drugs aren't the solution. The patient's the solution. The patient is really the doctor of the future. And then in the third, in the third part is looking at a sort of a holistic understanding of, of what the body's uh, going through and looking for a, an elegant solution to get the body back to homeostasis. So that's really the plan. And, and the good news is, is that you can access these doctors now all across the country. You know, most of them, um, there's a mix. About half take insurance and half don't. It's not easy to do this kind of medicine on insurance because ultimately it takes time to get to the root cause, to talk through with people, to get an idea of the timeline uh, of what happened to get them to this point. So if you can find one that takes your insurance, lucky you. Um, If you can't, you know, it's a great investment to go and spend time with one of these doctors and uh, it's a a range of services. Now, it's being delivered by physicians, MDs, DOs, naturopathic doctors, more and more nurse practitioners and PAs. You have dietitians and nutritionists who are doing more of the like food end, which is a big component of the overall plan. And then you also have health coaches and other uh, pr- practitioners that are really just helping people to do the things that they know they need to do, but just aren't doing it. Like I think everyone has a list of the things that they know that they should be doing that they aren't accessing already. So that's a kind of the range of, of possibilities. You know, if, if uh, I've sort of developed a unique a network, I, you know, from being involved for this long where I kind of know almost in every state, you know, who the best doctors are and, and through that. But, you know, the Institute for Functional Medicine has a practitioner finder on their website. Um, you know, some of the, all the major, you know, ed- education organizations do. But ultimately, you want to find a practitioner that you vibe with, that you feel, you know, there's a trust and that you feel will empower you to participate in the care. Ultimately, it's it's you as the patient who now, if this is patient-centered care, and in patient-centered care, you have to be prepared to do stuff because ultimately that, that's what patient-centered care means. So, you know, there's a range of different people. And, and on this call, even, we have one, you know, nutrition practitioner, health coach. We have one physician doing this. So, you know, maybe it's, it's useful for you to share your experience of actually being on the delivery end of this kind of care. Well, I'd love to hear um, what Dr. Sutton has to say, but I, but I do want to give a little teaser to our audience that in the third segment, um, we will be talking a little bit about some of the things we're moving on to in the future and, and opportunities we're, we're opening up. But Dr. Sutton, um, how about giving us a, a classic example of, of what you do and how you help clients find healing opportunities? 
So anthroposophic medicine is team medicine in its original conception. And uh, there are specific kinds of therapies pointed to, including a lot of nursing aspects that include hands-on compresses, baths, massages, and specific aspects of uh, massage, the use of music, the use of art, the use of movement, all as valuable adjunctive treatments to health. Now, many of these are better known in Europe than they are in the United States, and the question of insurance coverage is always an issue, and paying for them without insurance in the United States. A huge portion of uh, today's need is education, and the Internet's opened up so many sources for patients to educate themselves. I have a lot of handouts that I give people so that they, if they go through an illness once using the standard herbs, homeopathic remedies, they can then from their handouts help themselves for the future. And there's a website that includes a lot of uh, anthroposophic treatments for common symptoms, sophiamr.com, and that's available for free 24-7. People can look things up. What do you think about information overload? And I bring that up because... um, I know personally, by the time someone comes to see a health coach, they have pretty well gone through almost all their other options. <laughs> and they're, you know, they're, they're desperate for, for, for another option. And part of my conversation is really just going through the information that they have gathered online with Dr. Google and um, the latest fat and craze that might be going on in the in the dietary world um, and um, I'm doing a 90-day cleanse and it includes these nine different things and then I'll ask you know kind of like what order they're doing their cleanse in and and I'm like ah because that's not the order I would I would do it in because if you start fixing the wrong things first then it causes more downstream problems and it could recur, right? Because you didn't fix sort of the biggest problem first. And um, so what do you, how do you address sort of this information overload that people are running into and the information superhighway that is um, contributing towards people sort of self medicating, self-healing without all the information? I try to assess the personality because some people are the take hold. They want to make their own decisions and I'm their advisor. And other people really need someone to say, this is what we'll do and I'll mark it down for you. Step one, step two, step three. But with both kinds of personalities or anything in between, there's a clinical judgment of what risk is at hand with the description of what's going on. And then more definite statements need to be made or maybe a more thorough diagnosis. It's not uncommon for people to think they have something that isn't very likely to happen. Um, I had a woman who had thought she had mumps, but she had a, a stone in her parotid duct. And so 
the question of diagnosis is always key. If we have a sound diagnosis, we can look at many kinds of treatment options in a safe way. But without that accurate diagnosis, <clears throat> we can go down the wrong path sort of easily sometimes. Yeah, um, I can I can definitely see that happening uh, as a as a health coach. So I started off as a health coach, and then I and I wanted more information. So that's really how I ended up going through some um, functional medicine courses and ultimately um, functional diagnostic nutrition uh, to become a practitioner. And the reason I really wanted to do that is I wanted to have some access to labs that aren't typically run. And one of those that that I find um, really useful for people is having a GI test that is not typically run in Western medicine. And that is because a lot of Americans like to travel and we go out of the country and um, you come into contact with different bacteria that maybe you're not used to and it, and it takes advantage of our um, standard American diet, which is not very healthy. Um, and so we sort of end up with this combination of having what's... Um, become well known of leaky gut but that's uh, intestinal permeability and having some type of a bacterial overgrowth maybe we have a pathogen and that can contribute that combination um, recycles itself right because the the pathogen starts creating a leaky gut and the leaky gut makes it makes a great host (laughs) for bacterial overgrowth or a pathogen and so these are just kind of tests that, that I like to, to offer to my clients when they, when they come because it always kind of spills into now you've got a, a problem with your HPA access, right? Because now your cortisol is out of, out of whack, right? Um, you bring in environmental toxins and maybe you have an estrogen dominance situation. But when you kind of spill all those together in a circle, that's a lot of those source of chronic issues for people. And that's not something that we look at from a Western side. So for me, I, I refer to you or to another uh, MD for diagnosis. And I kind of treat um, everything and nothing. (laughs) So I don't treat um, anything in a diagnostic way. Um, I look at, what's happening in someone's history, what's happening with their body. There's different tests I do, which is really looking at your adrenals, looking to see if you have any bugs, and then looking at your lifestyle and your nutrition while you're eating. And through that, um, I'm looking for healing opportunities. And as James mentioned, this is, um, I am the guide for someone else to find the healing opportunities and then make lifestyle changes that will sustain them and bring them back to a state of homeostasis. Um, and I think the importance of, of stating that it's lifestyle change is because it is not a diet. Diets have a beginning and an end, right? So when you do a lifestyle change, you're adjusting the way that you participate in your world on a daily basis. And um, that, you know, it includes your diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplementation. And stress reduction pretty much is all the things that aren't covered by the other four. <laughs> because we have perceived stress, 
We have biomechanical uh, stresses, which that's when you go to see a physical therapist or a chiropractor or a body worker of some sort. And then there's the things that are happening inside your body. And those are things that, depending on, on what's going on with the client, it's either sending them to back to their doctor because maybe they did get a pathogen test that came back and they have um, something that requires medication there are herbal options, um, and, and each person is different, so they, they get to pick what path they want to take. But it's a way of teaching them how to behave on their own and take ownership of their health again. And I think when we come into a community situation and there are other people who are trying to live in a healthy manner, that accountability and that support ends up making all the difference. Uh, and I think, um, I mean, I've noticed that with myself. Would you say that you've had the same experiences with your clients who they kind of have a tribe, right? Absolutely. We need more of that, definitely. Yeah, so I, I know that um, James is the master or community builder he's um grown up in in different environments that are more community based and um he's done a beautiful job of creating a community with the functional forum and um, he's really spreading a new message with new health which is an alternative uh, insurance paradigm that really allows for more of this type of care than um, Western, which is very much dictated by codes and diagnosis versus um, this more holistic approach. So when we come back, I'd really like to talk about what the future holds and how we can start building communities um, in the areas in which we are. So we'll be right back. What's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter? You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling with fatigue, low libido, intestinal discomfort like gas, bloating, migraines, or other chronic issues? As a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, Christina Cole follows a logical course of investigation with the use of labs that help identify healing opportunities and point out weaknesses. The DRESS protocol represents everything a person has to do to get well and stay well naturally. 
It's not a medical program and does not treat anything specifically like a doctor would, but treats everything non-specifically. You may think of it as the ultimate self-care program. When you follow these lifestyle factors closely and apply these wellness principles, they have a beneficial effect on every cell, every tissue, every organ, and every system in the body. Christina offers comprehensive, foundational, and custom plans to help you uncover the hidden stressors holding you back from your best health. Visit ChristinaCole.com to make an appointment to get to the root of your health challenges. That's ChristinaCole.com. You are listening to Hidden Secrets to Health. To reach our show today, call in to one 866 472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at christinacole.com. Now back to Hidden Secrets to Health. Welcome back to the Hidden Secrets to Health. I'm your host, Christina Cole, a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and certified health coach. And today my guests are James Maskell and Dr. Kelly Sutton. And we have been talking about integrative health, the different uh, modalities held within integrative health, and the importance of community and a a patient-focused paradigm for health in the fact that as we take ownership of our own health, we will find the greatest source of health. And we've kind of come off of 100 years of, of teaching people to assign their health to someone else. And when they go into the doctor's office, you can hand the doctor your health and tell them what's going on and then um, you kind of get your diagnosis or your prescription or um, kind of your labs, you know, the, the basic things that you do and then your assignment and then you leave and you go home and you're supposed to implement your assignment, uh, some of which we do and some of which we don't. And so with integrative medicine, this is really more about lifestyle changes and taking um, personal ownership of our health and how it's important to have a community that helps support this type of event because doing it alone is really hard. And uh, anytime you're trying to accomplish a big goal, having someone that you check in with that's kind of checking to see, are you on target? Are you doing the things that you said you wanted to do? And so how do we create communities to better our health better our relationships. Um, and I know James is, is uh, magnificent at creating communities and bringing people together. So what would you suggest, James? Yeah, so over the last couple of years, it's become really clear that the most efficient way of delivering everything that we've been speaking about for the last, uh, you know, last hour here is, is in a community setting, right? Uh, if you try and have uh, people change their behavior uh it's it's not really working inside the old paradigm because you go to the doctor the doctor says you got to lose weight you got to do this you got to do that does it really work it's there's no real support there and there's cool technology and other things that can help to maybe facilitate it a little bit but ultimately the real power that that leads to you know support that leads to the right like vulnerability and trust that leads to the right behavior change consistently 
and in a way that we can make this kind of care like affordable to everyone, accessible to everyone, is in a group environment. So some of the most exciting projects that are happening in medicine are where instead of having, let's say, you know, if instead of one doctor having 20 diabetic patients in an afternoon and just going one room, one room, saying the same thing in the five minutes each time and just five minutes, here's your metformin, five minutes, here's your metformin. Mm-hmm. How about we get them all in a group? Let's spend an hour and a half talking about what are the causes here and then empower each other to support each other in making changes that can help us get off metformin. That is an elegant solution to a vexing problem. And so ultimately what we've seen is we've seen the little like sprouts of that in in different areas for different pieces. Like over here, Dr. Terry Walls, who's really well known from her TED talk, has been able to show that she can reverse MS in groups of people when they put them in groups and have them work on the underlying uh, functions. We've seen the same thing happen with... uh, type 2 diabetes in England with Dr. Unwin. We've seen groups really working. Cleveland Clinic, they're doing groups. So, you know, now that we, you know, we've developed over the last few years, this network of doctors all across the country, individual doctors doing, uh, you know, doing functional integrative medicine. And so, you know, now what we're trying to do is just, just, you know, spread best practices to get more and more clinics offering this kind of group environment. And groups and medicine don't really go hand in hand in people's mind because they think, well, it's private. I don't want to tell people about my issue otherwise. But what you really see is that it's unbelievably healthy to have a group of people that are like pulling for you, right? And are, are there to hear about the struggles. You know, you know what I've heard through the groups, which is really powerful, is that the person who's in the group who's already had success is more credible to the patient that's looking to make the same change than even the doctor. And even if that doctor's had a similar life circumstance that led them there. And so there's real power in this peer-to-peer care. And I always tell the story of my mother-in-law who lost 100 pounds a few years ago. And literally the only thing that she had to do differently was that she had to call someone at the end of the day and tell that person what she'd eaten. And so that was the only change that she made. So it was just like this accountability. And guess what it cost? Nothing to either of them, zero. And so, you know, so I've been enthralled by that. I've been excited by that. I know community is the future of, of, uh, of chronic disease reversal. And so, yeah, we've been uh, looking to work with doctors all around the country to build these new models and get more doctors doing group visits, either on insurance or cash. And, you know, the insurance system is a whole talk by itself and why I don't really think the insurance system is the future. Um, it's kind of a scam, the pricing, and th- there's a lot of problems with working inside that system. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we decided to work with these doctors that are already charging cash, but come up with super low entry points into the practice where for $20, $30, or even less, you'd be able to be part of one of these groups and, and either go once or, or have an ongoing relationship. And so I'm really excited to share that uh, the three people who you're listening here today, myself, Christina, and Kelly, we had a serendipitous moment uh, at the end of last year where we met. You know, Christina and I, our kids know each other. Kelly is just down the road, and I just moved here to Sacramento. And so on March the 2nd, we're going to be doing a free event called Raising a Healthy, Ch- Raising a Healthy Child at the Fair Oaks Community Clubhouse, and we can put more details about it. But essentially, we're going to be launching a community health incubator, which is a way we're going to get 
20 people who have kids or, or who have, uh, this is specifically for kids, who have kids, they want to get healthier or keep healthier, who might have a range of chronic illnesses. One in two kids has a chronic illness. Uh, we are in an epidemic of pediatric chronic illness that has never been seen before on this planet. And we're going to do something about it starting here in, uh, in Barrows, California. So expect to learn on that day from Dr. Sutton, from Christina, like the fundamentals, like Dr. Sutton's been doing this for decades. She's going to distill her wisdom and you can go home and implement that. It's free. You can go and implement that by yourself. But if you're interested in this and you want to be part of this new community, we're going to take 20 people who want to be healthy, put them in a group together. And uh, Christina, Kelly, and myself are going to facilitate these people to get to know each other and to learn about healthy behaviors together, keep each other uh, accountable to those behaviors, and track the success of health creation over that time. So I'm super excited about it. Uh, I've, I've been for the last few years, I feel like I've been riding a wave of serendipity. And so to come into contact with both of you um, after moving here just felt like the right thing to uh, jump into the community and really kickstart something that if it works, which I know it will already, um, will, you know, could then be spread to every zip code in America and beyond. Yeah, I'm really excited to be a part of this, and um, it's been wonderful getting to know um, Dr. Sutton and, and you as well, James, and, and your lovely wife. Um, it, it, to me, it's the opportunity to get together and have some open dialogue and have um, support. I moved to Sacramento um, five years ago. And so I had a child and I had, I was seven months pregnant and I was, I felt very isolated. And and this is exactly the kind of group that I would have been looking for. Um, And I really didn't have the knowledge that I have now. So for people who think, well, I don't really know that much about health to contribute. That's how you learn. That really is how you learn. It's diving into these things. And um, the the objective is to have an in-person meeting after the after the launch event and then hosting some zoom webinars similar to um skype or other or facetime or other facilities where we all see each other and talk and really get some guidance um, on a variety of different topics ranging from rhythm and movement to self-care and how important it is to be filling up your own bucket as a parent in order to fulfill your role of raising a healthy, a healthy child. It's just, it's impossible to raise a healthy child when you yourself are serving from an empty vessel. Uh, we'll be talking about nutrition because food is a huge part of it. And what are some really easy, simple tricks to get healthy foods into yourself and into your kids on a really busy lifestyle? And there's going to be a lot of different information that Dr. Sutton is going to provide. And I'll let her speak a bit to that on, on some of the tips that she, she'll be sharing in more detail um, during this, this uh, eight-week eight group session. And so <clears throat> foundational things are rhythm, a nice predictable rhythm to the day because every organ in the body has a biorhythm and that gives the child's metabolism a real foundation of security. Um, using fermented foods, keeping the fingers and toes warm to let the immune system function at its best, having good poops, 
having an awareness of what the environmental toxins are that we face today, which are very, very many. Mm-hmm. We need to know about the GMOs and pesticides in our foods, the fluoride in the water, <clears throat> the electromagnetic fields that are increasing in number, and also um, being aware of alternatives for uh, treatments and not to be afraid of the acute illness because the acute illness is actually an exercise class for the immune system. There's no system in the human being that gets strong without struggle. We have to work our minds on math problems to have that very fine capacity for thinking. We exercise our muscles in the gym and if we can lift weights we can lift lots of other stuff and the same thing is true of meeting a germ if we can go through a a rash a cough a mucus discharge run a fever the body is strengthened for life and often these childhood acute illnesses actually create greater long-term health and that is a valuable thing to know when we see so much chronic illness in children today So I'm looking forward to this together, and I just want to say that as a doctor, I can't do the things that Christina and James can do. It's I just work one at a time, and that's not enough today. So I'm very appreciative of the skills these people bring and the opportunity to work together with them. Yeah, it's going to be exciting, and and so just just to give people an idea of what we're of what we're looking at. um, we have a live launch event, and then we'll have a in-person initial meeting, so everyone gets to meet each other, sort of exchange information, and and then we will have weekly meetings via um, telecommunication, so something in which we see each other and talk. Um, those are also recorded in the events that people can attend, and then we have sort of a closing where we will um, meet up for our last event, and um, there'll be some bonus bonus activities. Um, one of the things I get asked for the most is how to make an almond milk, how to make your own your own nut milk, um, which is really easy to do and something that I share all the time. So little, little tips like that um, are going to be things that we're going to be sharing. Um, and then the goal is for, for this to kind of catch fire and um, for, for groups like this to come together and stay together. So just, the, you may have eight weeks being guided, but the goal is, is to build this community that you continue to tap into and utilize. Sort of like when you join a walking group or you join um, a gym membership. It's really something along those lines. The, the goal is to raise resilient children to become resilient adults so that you can live um, a long and, and happy lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle. So you're able to move with your family. You're able to move with your grandchildren um, and that you're not sort of having to take a step out because you have some type of a chronic illness or pain that is preventing you from doing this. And to me, the idea of having a community that you do this with is, is a really the foundation so I, I invite you all um, that are in the Sacramento area to join us on March 2nd to um, come to the Fair Oaks 
uh, community clubhouse and see what we have to say and see if this is something you're interested in. And for those of you that are in other parts of the country, send us a message and let us know if this is something you'd like to see in your environment, because that's, um, again, James Gift is is creating these communities and, and he knows these different functional and integrative um, professionals all over the country. And uh, we would we would love to to spread this and create communities that are healthy and resilient. Absolutely. So find out, you want to uh, RSVP, you can go to raphaelmedicine.com. That's R-A-P-H-A-E-L, raphaelmedicine.com slash healthy child. That's raphaelmedicine.com slash healthy child. It's 11 till 1 on the 2nd of March, which is a Saturday. Uh, We look forward to seeing your shining faces. And thanks, Christina, for having us. Thank you, Christina. Thanks, James and and Kelly. Appreciate it and appreciate working with both of you. Likewise. So until next time, this has been the Hidden Secrets to Health, and I look forward to our future communications. Thank you for tuning in to Hidden Secrets to Health. Please join host Christina Cole for another edition of the show next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until next week, keep an eye on your good health.